Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Andrea Lopez. I am blessed. I am blessed and not stressed today. I'm interviewing a high-profile comedian, uh, Flame Monroe. That's his, that's your all-time persona. Oh, it is right now. <laughs> uh, where are my firecrackers at? Where are my flamettes at? Hey, where the firecrackers at? Mother is here <laughs> with my fans. What y'all doing? We're doing fine today. We are in the nation's capital. I can't believe it. You came all the way from Los Angeles on a red eye. On the red eye. On the red eye. You said you can't sleep on the plane. I couldn't. I sleep. I sleep suspended animation on the plane because people around you and everything. And then I got off and I caught the taxi and I told him to take me to 1600 Pennsylvania. I was going to knock on the door <laughs> and ask him why he just don't leave. But he wasn't there. No way. He probably in Mar-a-Lago spending y'all money. He is. He is spending our money. He's playing some golf somewhere. We're not really sure. Somewhere. Um, you are a part of Netflix special with Tiffany Haddish. They ready. They ready, which came out August 13th. August 13th, yes. Right, and you guys are touring, continuing the tour, but you guys all have different schedules, so. Right, 
So she, but Tiffany is, we're on her tour. This is Tiffany's tour. Right. And she took out two of us at a time on tour with her when when we were, uh, according to our availability. Got it. And because you are so busy, you've got shows coming up. Um, Actually, we're we're recording this before your show on Thursday. Yes. Which is going to be at the DC Comedy Loft. Yes. Thank you, DC, for selling me out, for buying me out. Y'all pimp me. I love it. Because you know you don't even need any help promoting because we're you know you just did this out of the kindness of your heart this interview you're like well, I don't even need any help the show well, is sold out well it's still publicity for me <laughs> so I'll take it it is still publicity um we're so excited you are a mother of three a seasoned comedian uh, and a spiritual person a blessing you go on YouTube whenever you can you go on the lives you go on Instagram you're on all of the platforms mm-hmm. but I'm a father of three but my kids like, would be very offended if you call me their mother father of three oh they would get my daughter my second daughter is would be like, dude, this is no, my dad. My dad. <laughs> father of three and a caretaker of so many people. I feel like you just are just just a caring person overall when I watch you. You just want everybody to have a good time. I do want everybody to have a good time. But ain't that something for people to say I'm a care t- caregiver? Because I never felt like that. I just, just really? This is how I always spoke. Yeah. And I always thought positive. I never, you know, all that negative. I always thought the energy is transferable. And I learned that from my manager, RJ, years ago. Right. And you surround yourself with negative energy. It jumps on you like a ghost. Right. But if you surround yourself with people who are doing something uplifting and positive, it makes you want to see people do better as well as yourself. Because uplifting other people makes you better as a person you know and tiffany tiffany does that all the time and tiffany haddish is uh now one of your greatest friends would you have to say that like you guys have a an amazing relationship we have an amazing relationship and tiffany just always saw me you know she knew i was trans or drag queen whatever they whatever title they have given me this week because i have get different titles weekly from that community right but uh tiffany just saw flame you know she's a comic she liked me she liked how i spoke well i was never i never changed how my daughter dialect or who I was. I never tried to pretend to be something I was not. So we just had a great love affair. And Tiffany uplifts everybody around her. Completely agree. It's authentic. And you knew you wanted to be not necessarily a comedian, but a performer from a very early age. Very early age. I knew I wanted to be on the stage, but I could not sing. I was not a great dancer. (laughs) Uh, And I knew I wanted to be a girl. So I transitioned and then I started doing drag shows. It was supposed to be a one-time deal. So many drag queens have been born on Halloween. Good God. Um, a deal you made with somebody or, or uh... no it was just something I wanted to do I said I was going to just try it to Halloween one time and right. just get it out of my system meanwhile 33 years later here we are <laughs> After countless shows, now you've been a, a host of drag shows before. 17 years, was it? Or was Seven, longer than that? Se- I had a 17-year successful run at, with, with Chicago, but I was Chicago. hosting longer than that. And the irony is I didn't even set out to host. I just wanted to be on the show. That's what's so great. And uh, the girl, my, my muse, my idol, Tasha Thomas, may she rest in peace. I love that one. I learned so much from this girl. Uh, got into an altercation with another, and they, they suspended her or fired her. I don't know what happened that night, but so the guy, Mark, Mark, who also passed away, rest in peace, Mark, saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And he right. asked me, Flame, you should host. I'm like, hell no. What do you mean? <laughs> I am terrified to talk on the mic. And he was like, no, I hear you in the dressing room cutting up. I said, that's in the dressing room. Don't right. nobody see that? Right. So he gave me an opportunity to do it. And I was terrified. And I was absolutely terrible. Terrible ain't even terrible is an understatement. Oh my God. The next week he said, Come back and do it again. I was worse the second week than I was the first week. And the audience was like, Okay, we're not liking it. So the third week I went up, he said, I'm gonna give you one more opportunity. And somebody heckled me. 
immediately. The comeback was so quick and powerful. So good. And I realized, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> and that was, I saw I was born. So I had the job ever since then. And I love that you said that he saw something in you that you never seen before because I feel like so many people need that push from one person. Right. Which is why you surround yourself with positivity. Because I'm right. telling you, I would have never, I never set out to be a stand-up comedian. I was always right. quick-witted because I had to be. Right. I was always joning. As a kid, we would go back and forth. That was our way of fighting when mm -hmm. we were bullying. We would mouth back and forth. Your mama this, your mama that. Woo, right. woo. But, woo, who knew? And that's all you need. <laughs> right. And now, years later. 20 years later. That's incredible. And out of all, now you mentioned one of your idols. Do you have a lot of other comedians? Did you look up to comedians when you were just starting out or kind of was just like you developing your own style? Um, I, I always just spoke as me because I was trans. So it was right. always a hump to get over because right. this was, I was doing this before there was any kind of drag race right. or any kind of Laverne Cox. This is when right. it was so unpopular right. to be up in the straight club doing stand up for a room full of people. So I would get some hosts to come on and introduce me and create a second wall. So me coming to this, cause I was never a passable queen. We have some lovely, lovely girls out there. And I was a lovely young damn piece when I was young, but you <laughs> knew I was not a girl right. when I say that I was never convincing like that and I would get hosts to say oh coming to the stage we give everybody an opportunity and we try something new so it created a second wall and for a long time I didn't know how to climb over that wall so I went on I felt defeated before I even hit the stage but when I learned my power I owned it but as far as me uh, admire, you know who taught me so many things about myself was Michael Collier. I have to give a lot of love to my Michael right. Collier. Say, Flame, you have to bring people to where you are because you look. The same thing happens to you happens to me. But we need to see it from your eyes. So you have to paint a picture and tell them stories. Cause I don't jokes. I don't have. I have stories and situations, right. and I bring you in. So you riding this train with me. As me. Right. So that's what he said. And so I owe Michael call you a lot. But there were great people in my life as far as comedy that was riding that with me. Hope Flood, mm -hmm. uh, Lunell Campbell, some more. Me and some more had great pictures together, talked. Um, um, Corey Holcomb from Chicago, Evan Lionel. Uh, oh, my God. D-Ray Davis has always been Team Flame Monroe. J. Anthony Brown has always given me a space to have a platform. Even when nobody else was checking for me, right. Flame go up. Uh, Ends, who owns the Comedy Union in LAX and in Los Angeles, when nobody else would give me an opportunity to get on stage, come on, Flame, let's go up. I love that. First person ever to put me on TV doing stand-up, I owe everything to is Chris Spencer. Chris Spencer. Chris Spencer, who used to host uh, Something Live back way back. Uh, great writer, fantastic host. I wanted to do Comic View in 2004, and I missed the audition. Chris picked up a phone, made a phone call. The next week, I was taping Comic View. It was like that, and boom. And come, let me show you how BET was. This was 2004. Right. Wasn't no trannies to be seen nowhere. Uh -huh. They did not market me as a trans comedian. They tried to market me as a woman because, you know, black as black folks, we always the last ones to get off the train. Right, right. So they were terrified to market me as a trans comedian. And I went out there and smashed it. And Ricky Smiley gave me so much love and so much adoration before I went on. It was great. So those are people who I admire because they were always just genuine with me. They didn't care what I looked like. They just okay, said, be funny. Yeah, 
They just said be funny. So now any trans perform or anything that's different or that's not original, that's what you're used to custom to see, all you have to do now is show up because I took the butt whoopings for everybody. I've been called every name you could think of, all the backlash. I've been ostracized and couldn't work. But now all you have to do is show up and be funny because I took the beatings. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome, bitches. Exactly, and my favorite, one of my favorite stories, uh, is uh, is the first night you did comedy. You had an ankle bracelet on, and that was that really the first night. You went <laughs> <laughs> no. I was hosting. I had already been hosting in okay. Chicago. So we went to All Jokes Aside as a dare. Now, just to hang out there at the show, it was open mic on Wednesday night. The host is Damon Williams. And uh, he saw me from the audience. And I told you, I was never a passable queen. I, the body was unbelievable. I mean, if you just go to uh, to your Instagram, yeah. it's Monroe Flame, right? Yes. Monroe Flame. Yes. I, mean, um, the, I was looking back. It was. Yeah, the body was incredible. Body I, was- I used to cause car accidents, baby. I'm oh, telling you, the body was unreal. You had the best. You had the best arms i've ever seen oh thank you so when we were there he was doing his thing and so he tried roasting me from the audience i told that ass up and he said come up here and i had on like a teddy because teddies were popular at that time this was 95 or 96 and i had on some slacks but i did have on my house arrest races so i went on stage and we were going back and forth i said dude you don't know who you effing with i said you don't know i'm only on loan right now and i pulled my pants leg up and showed the house arrest race and the place erupted and he was like please come back i say for sure if i can get out (laughs) right i was on i was on the cinderella time clock i love that so much and um and as an aspiring comedian myself how did you i'm still scared to go up on stage you know i've hosted things always when you're not scared that's when you should be afraid that's when you should be afraid that's when you should be afraid i'm always scared it's more like of an excited kind of um, it is a nervous excited but you know the, the work is, is get as much stage time as you can because right. you learn something about yourself every time and right. you see my notes right here right. I got it all segued on how I want I ain't gonna never do it the way it's written down because when you get on live theater you feel the audience right. and you just go with the flow right Yeah. now I'm gonna try to remember all the jokes but they're <laughs> not gonna go in the same order right and you go a lot off of, uh, of crowd work right so you do doing and you can feel the energy right. you know so you follow their lead but you you don't go to them you make them come to you i don't know like as i'm developing sets you know how did you get the jokes it's kind of like you take from your family you take from your friends i take from everything you take from your life i do because i'm trans and so many it's different situations happen to me so i just make it funny i love that and um, I saw you were might be in developing a reality show. I don't know if that was past. Can no, we- that that was never going to. It wasn't going to be a reality. Sh- it was going supposed to be scripted reality okay. because I've always been against reality shows. I have ceased and desist for people be- about reality <laughs> shows. People come to you, they're like, you they do because you. they want it to be. Oh my God, your life, your life, your life. Right. But I be if before children, I would have done anything you wanted me to do. But I have children. My son still respects me as his dad. And you have to come home still, provide for the kids, still cook, the cook dinner. Cook dinner. I don't comb hair, but I, I pay. <laughs> they go to the beauty shop. I pay every two weeks. Listen, we just got to get Yeah, so we got the same girl, Joanna, hair nine one one. Been doing my hair, kids hair since they was three. I don't comb no hair. So you have a 16, 17 year old? Yes, my son just turned 17 last week. That's Thursday. That's incredible. Happy birthday to your son. And happy birthday, Jamarcus. <laughs> You know, daddy's out here working. And you said that you made them completely capable of taking care of themselves from a very early age. Because I stepped back from comedy when their mom left us. And uh, I had a... That was a one-sided. You wanted to continue, right? As a a family unit. 
I wanted to continue as a family unit, and I also wanted to be with my children because right. I did have an option. I could have said, here, take the kids and let me work on my career. Right. But it was that broken heart. I wasn't going to be fun. I wasn't going to be good because I was broken heart. I was displaced, right. and right. yeah, that heartbreak is something. Oh, my God. But I had a three-and-a-half-year-old, a three-year-old, and a three-month-old. So, and I didn't trust anybody because I, I was a child of molestation from my uncle. So I didn't want anybody around my, especially around my daughters. Right, right. And yeah, I was like, you know what? Comedy career ain't going nowhere. Right. And God saved it for me. He 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 held that space for me. And I'm still to this date that I know of now, that I don't know history, but that I know of, I am still the only comedian that happens to be transgender that works mainstream. That works mainstream. Mainstream as a comedian. And not a trans comedian or a drag comedian. As a comedian that you can put with a Kevin Hart right. or a Eddie Murphy or a Jerry Seinfeld because I fit or Dave Chappelle because I fit that lineup or Tiffany Haddish because right. I fit that. Oh, I, in fact, I'm on that lineup you with Tiffany Haddish. I know, right? I know something. <laughs> I love you, Tiffany. <laughs> well, we might as well go into, you know, your your relationship with Tiffany Haddish. I love the story of how you guys met. You know, you she came up to you just innocently, wanted to know about you, and, and the rest was history. Very innocently. She was smaller. I was way smaller. Um, <laughs> we were at the Comedy Union, and Tiffany was like, um, I just, she just came over just like bold. Right. But it was so innocent and pure that I knew it wasn't being mean and right. shady because you right. can tell when somebody like the woman look at you like are you a drag queen right. she was never like that. it was like excuse me can i ask you a question i was like i'm looking at her like little girl what do you want she's like are you a drag queen i said i am she said you are so pretty i said thank you but she didn't know i was a comic then i was up next and went on tore it up we've been friends ever since i love that so much and she supported you from the start you with her as well I knew that Tiffany was something special when I first right. met her. And when I first seen her on stage, her set was only okay. Right. But it was something about her presence. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh my God, she just, people just flocked to her like right. a messiah. <laughs> so when I did Botch, when Botch fixed my boob, because one of my boobs was all torn up. I love Botch. Tiffany was the one who introduced me. But nobody oh. knew who she was. That was Tiffany who said, welcome to the stage, the queen. Wow. I asked her to introduce me. And right. Tip, this was four years ago, be four years february the 29th okay she had taped girls trip mm -hmm. but girl trip hadn't dropped girls trip dropped about three or four months later after that overnight sensation yep. everybody knew who she was yep. nobody remembered her from that little segment on botch when she introduced me but after that and she said that night at, the, at we were at this club in long beach that i used to work at and she said when i make it i'm coming to get you i've heard that from many many a star a list b list and c list before they even made it before they no they were already established stars and said flame i'm gonna help you i'm gonna bring you in you got such a great story right no one no and i mean no one male or female stay true to their word tiffany said come on bitch i got you that's she came incredible. and got me. And when did you guys start developing uh, the show They Ready? Was it kind of like she was looking at different comics or she probably knew? From no, the from the start. Because she told me a year before we taped it. Right. I got something for you. Start getting ready. And I and I was like, okay. And I had some other comics in my ears like, she ain't going to do it. She ain't going to do it. Right. I never doubted it. Mm -hmm. I never doubted it. But I'm, I'm like, it took a long, long ass time, a whole <laughs> damn year. To get everything together. She and did. But uh, when it came and it came hard and uh, Netflix and Tiffany Haddish and Pusha Productions, which is Wanda Sykes and Paige Horowitz, paid us right. like we were white men. 
they paid us like we were like we were white male comics in the business. I feel like that's what needs to, to start happening to a lot of comics out there. I do, and I think that what Tiffany has done and what Kevin showed in his documentary is that. What is wrong with pulling somebody up? You got the juice. Right. Help somebody up because right. in this industry now, all that, oh, you're going to get, somebody going to see you on stage and you're going to be discovered. That shit ain't happened since the 60s <laughs> on, on TV. Right. This, is, this business is truly about building relationships and they don't have to be the greatest relationship, but what is it for us to be cordial to each other? Right. Somebody recognizing your talent and giving you an opportunity because that's the only way we, some of us get, and Ida Rodriguez, who has been, Ida is the most uh, relevant one out of all of us she was the one who was always out she's been working the, the, the underground Ida was everywhere right. but Ida still hadn't got her break and when mm -hmm. Tiffany said brought Ida in Ida and, and, and it's only what three or four major Latin right. female comedians and Ida is probably number one because I mean, Tiffany put her on. Trying, you know, I'm trying my best. Shit, I'm out here. But Ida is opening the door for you right. all to see right. that, baby. That, I hate that they think that women aren't funny or you can't put a whole bunch of females together on a show. We work that show. They say it's going to be a cat fight. It's going to be argument. Even though I'm not a female, those women were so uplifting and spiritual with each other. They hugged. They cried. They, girl, go out there and kill it. Everybody was pushing the next person. Go out there and kill it because get them ready for me. It was, it was like a bowling game. You set them up, I'm going to knock them down. Nobody ever shows that positive side of women. They only want to show the bitchiness and cattiness. Right. And when I see comedy, I always feel like we're, it's, it's a big community and you go through it together. You know, the shitty clubs. You go in there every single night. You, you pay your dues. And I don't understand. I've always seen a good community of comics. You know, I've never seen it be catty. And I, that's why I, I love to see this good community coming out and you guys show it on the Netflix special. You guys show you guys like eating together and mm -hmm. drinking. And, and I love that. Right? Tiffany, Tiffany did all. Tiffany don't even want the negative around her. Tiffany right. don't. She would just push it to the wayside. But you know that they ready is a series. So yeah. understand that she's looking for more people for the next episode. And it did. It did way better than any of us expected. Right. Tiffany says she always knew, but we were like, really? <laughs> yeah, we didn't know it was going to explode right. like this. I love that. And why do you think it takes so long for comedians to break out? What is it? You know, they have to go through the clubs every single night. I think that the comedy game is so overly saturated. It is right. so many people saying that their comedians are trying it and woo woo woo, and then they right. come in, they fall out. They but it's so much drama with it, you know. And to get, depending on which city you live in, because in LA, even with right. me, to go to a club and get ten minutes, it's hard. It's hard. They want to give you six minutes, and so I'm like, it take people fifteen minutes to figure out I'm not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need 45 minutes for just to get you where I need you to be. Right. But it's it's because it's so many coming, and it's still a male-dominated game. Yeah. And after I all these amazing after, women, female comics, I just I can't believe that we haven't we haven't closed the gap. You know. It's, well, maybe I'll be the girl that closed the gap really because pleased. you know I'm on both sides of the coin because I'm I'm pro men, I'm pro women, I'm against the men when they wrong, I'm against the women when they wrong. I got my own lane, so I think I'm gonna bring us all together. Please bring us all together, Please. because there are some brilliantly talented women out here. Right. And uh, can we go into the he, she, we? It's the name of your Oh, company. that's my that's my own personal uh, sexual identity. Yes. They he, say, she. because you know I've decided to pull back out of the LGBTQIABCDFGPTSD. Because they're not happy with the, with my dialect. So I've right. created my own identity. Right. And I am, um, I, my identity is I like what I like. And my title is he, she, we. <laughs> 
because the man and me been pimping a woman in me for 25 years. 20 years. He cashed the check, she get the money, and we spend it. But it's the same bitch right here. One person. It's a trio. He, she, we. <laughs> You're selling merch at all of your shows. I'm selling fans and t-shirts all the fans shows. And t-shirts. Do we have a shirt that says, he cashes the check? No, no, no. I don't have he, she, we t-shirts. I have, can't no bitch do what I do. And I have, <laughs> mother had you. This is me. This one right here. This is me. If you don't like it, mother had you. Mother love you. You know the mother, you <laughs> mother know what. You. <laughs> you said it. That me, girl. Because if and my and my other fan, my favorite fan, my favorite fan of all time that everybody should pick up is Can no bitch do what I do. And I'm telling you, if men <laughs> change the word from bitch to sir or player or whatever you call yourself and you think like this, you don't have time to worry about the next Joe or the next right. Joanne. You only worried about you. We always worry about what somebody else got, what somebody else doing. You don't have no time to focus on what you do. Exactly. I'm only focused on me. Cause can't no bitch do what I do. None. That's male, female, in between, cross dresser, trans, black, white, orange, green, purple, or blue. No one. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> because everybody is good at what they do. Yes. Yeah. And so you can always do something better than somebody else. You just got to tap into what it is that you do better than somebody else. When you do the, the YouTube lives and, and the Instagram, does anybody come up to you after shows and say, thank you, Flame, you've helped me. I can't even tell you how much you've helped me. They do. You know, that's funny to me because I never looked at myself as an inspirational speaker or, a, you know, I, I just talk how I talk because right. I got it from my grandmother and I teach my kids right. the way I speak, right. you know, to encourage your friends, have good sportsmanship. You know, you're not going to win every battle. So right. you're going to lose it, but it's a learning lesson. But now I'm getting inboxes and for the 10 negative ones I may get from people not, you're not a real trans right. and you right. setting us back and they killing us and cause of you, I will get one to say, Flame, I was on the verge of suicide and you made me know that I'm I'm all right. Thank you so much. And that wipes away all the BS. Completely. I love that. And and we're not going to get too much into LGBT, but mm -hmm. what is the reason you've stepped away? Just it's, it's too much. It's causing issues. It is a fight that I'm not willing to fight. Anymore, and to, I feel like you. Well, I never fought for LGBT. Now when I, I never fought against it. Right. But if it was something major. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. 
Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out YouNatural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EUNatural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. I'm standing on the front line. I'll hold a gun. I'll be the Marsha P. Johnson of the, our time. But it's never nothing major. It's always insignificant. Like, oh, pronouns. And which bathroom can I use? Well, I can use whichever bathroom I want. Because some days I wear pants and some days I wear a skirt. I'm not going in the bathroom to hold court. I'm going in the bathroom <laughs> to take care of my business. Wash my hands, which a lot of y'all don't do. I've been watching. Wash my hands and come up out. Right. And the same thing going to happen in the men's bathroom. going to happen in the women's bathroom. I'm going to pull my pants up, my skirt down, my dick out and piss in the toilet. Ladies, you'll know if I've been in your bathroom because the play at me still leave a seat up. That's how I know I'm not a real girl because I still leave a seat up. But, and I love the community and I think that it's always a battle. It's always right. embitterment. 
if I said everything perfectly, it still wouldn't be enough for them. Right. So I'm only trying to please me. Exactly. And I've learned that a long time ago. I only want to please everybody. me. You can't. You can't even try to please everybody. Right. You will lose yourself trying to do that. And that to me is like just so crazy that they can't even recognize what you're trying to do and what you're not really trying to be a spokesperson. But I never will be. But you know they they feel like anybody who's put in the in the forefront, anybody who's getting a little bit of buzz, a little stardom, or a little whatever wants the popularity, that you're automatically supposed to jump on the bandwagon and be the national spokesperson. I believe that Laverne Cox is the best person we have to speak for the trans community, and I don't agree with everything that Laverne says, but I still think that she is the one who is out there and who's always pushing trans rights and trans issues. But I'm so much more than just trans. Right, right, and and I. I read that you don't like to be when they introduce you you're not a transgender comedian you are a comedian that happens to be transgender happens to be transgender why do we have to put labels on that you're first and foremost a comedian exactly because when you say drag queen comedian or trans comedian people don't even hear the comedian all they hear is trash transgender a drag queen and Dio Hughley made me know that because he turned me down for his show three times three because times. he did not want to deal with he said I thought you were coming on here to fight to push trans all I heard was drag queen I never looked at your stuff and we were, and 20 minutes after talking to him, he was like, oh, my God, Flame. Oh, I, I feel like I'm talking to, like, one of my coolest friends. Right. I was like, because I didn't come in with an agenda to fight. I didn't come in looking for an issue. I came in to talk to you, player to player. <laughs> this player just got a body and titties. But, hey. <laughs> That's the best. And, and when you go home to a show or when you go home from a show, you're a father of three. You're cooking dinner. You're just a, you know, a person I'm, that sends I'm, your kids to school. Every day. I wish that we have perfect attendance. Right. I don't play. Get out of my house. <laughs> I need my time. Uh, yeah. I got two sets of braces. One just came off. One just went on. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a hustler, you know. And I'm a, the, the struggle is I'm a single parent. I do wish I had a partner or a significant other to help me with my kids. Because the road is picking up and my career seems to be soaring a little bit. So, I'm, I'm very pleased with that. But I'm still leaving my kids for sometimes. So it's a week at a time, never long more than a week at a time. Right. But then I have somebody come in. But you know, that's that's still money, and right. it's, a, it's not a stranger to them. But right. you know, my kids listen to me, and right. they speak like me. So if you come in trying to regulate, they right. gonna baby, who you talking to? You have a good support system with your with your siblings. If I was in Chicago, no, my brothers live in. I have two brothers. They live in Vegas, and they okay. got their own lives and family. And I got a support system from a family that I created. Right. They, my kids, Godmom. It's Kelly. She lives in Chicago. Her and her husband Scott. They okay. both white. Cause people always say, "Flame you, baby." My 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 support system my is every color of the <laughs> rainbow. Right. Uh, Kelly and, and her husband Scott is white. My girlfriend Amber is Italian who lives in Long Beach. Will come check on my kids. My trans man friend Cal is white. He comes to check on them. Cause I I talk about all race. So if I'm racist, I'm racist right. too everybody starting with black right so i t- i tear everybody down because i feel like i can't i'm part- so many parts of so many communities <laughs> but i got a great support system that i know love my children and respect right. my children and respect my wishes that's incredible and your career is definitely i already thought it was uh it wasn't I, pro- I swear let me tell you something i swear before tiffany put me on they ready i was in the trenches doing just what you do at the comedy clubs right. trying to get my time in right. Right. trying to get me some space on stage and some of the same jokes i told on there i was telling and because they didn't know me or they nobody had gave me a pass to say oh she's okay right. y'all was stepping back and afraid to laugh right. you know the men were looking like i don't want to laugh because if i laugh at this they're gonna think i'm gay or they're gonna think i'm attracted to that it it is so 
crazy that we threw something against the wall and it stuck. And that's what I've been throwing something against the wall for 20 years. For 20 it finally years. stuck. Because Tiffany said it was okay. Right. Man, if... Right. If you can offer any advice to an aspiring comedian, you know, just put the time in, get the stage time. And build great relationships with people. Because I'm telling you, you may make it first right. and bring somebody else on, right. or somebody else may make it first and bring you on. But you won't right. get that if you're nasty to people. Right. It, 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 you're going to meet people that you don't like. It's just it's just a given. I tell mm -hmm. my children at all, you ain't going to like everybody. And everybody's not going to like you. Mm -hmm. But that don't mean that you all can't coexist together. You know, yeah. do your thing. Knock it out the park. And I could never get a, a, a high five from the male comedians, or I could never get a ooh flame. That was a good set. I would get if it was a bad set, I would get that. Yeah, you need to work on that. But that was good for me because that made me that put a fire up under my ass. Right. But I would have liked an encouraging high five. And ooh, now a lot of comedians yeah, are coming right. at me now because they're trying to get to Tiffany, but they don't know that Tiffany make us sign an NDA. Don't bring me shit. I got my own eyes. I see what I want to see. Right, exactly. What what they ready has really done for me though is has let down a curtain that I have a whole new demographic of audience. Right. Straight men have finally let down their shield to say, you know what? Flame, all right. So out of anything else, because I always had the women. My motto right. was always well, yeah, win the women, because wherever the pussy go, the dick gonna follow. That's just real talking all colors. Wherever the coochie go, men coming. Right. But now men have let down their guard to be like you know what flame that's that's just one of us he just got titties and he live a different life but right. that's that's just a nigga like us that's how they right. and i embrace that right. i've been wanting that for 20 years just welcome me in because in 20 years i've been in the game ain't no male right. comedian can ever say flame tried to hit on me but i got a list <laughs> you do oh i got a list yeah, i ain't yeah. gonna never tell it i was gonna say did you sign an nda for that because mm -mm. We can start. I can go back 20 years, baby. Oh, my God. I can give you some A-list celebrity comedians right now that did some things, strange things for some change. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new thing. Strange things for some change. I've never, I've never, what would that have worn, got me, but besides my head split or cut off, you right. know, that, that was just, and I don't want to look over my shoulder. Right. I, I can walk into the room and see you right now. You could be with your wife. Hey, right. player, what's up? Yep. Like nothing happened, even though I know what you did last night. Right. That ain't her business. Long as you don't try to blast me, because yeah, I'm not going to, yeah, and some of them I wouldn't even want to tell. Some of them I'm thinking back, and like, oh, did I do that? <laughs> Drinks or maybe not. No, I don't even drink. I just was. Really, you it was. It was a precarious situation. <laughs> we'll just say that. Yeah. Uh, my one story with Tiffany. Uh, she uh, she was at. It was a, a birthday party for a comedian. It was at a block party in L. A. And uh, my friend is a an aspiring actress out there. And so she took me to this party. And I saw Tiffany. And you know, she was like, "Don't talk to anybody. Like they're they're just like us, you know. But they don't want to be bothered. But I couldn't help myself. I had to say hi to Tiffany." And I went up, I you know, gave her my whole spiel. I was like, I love you, Tiffany, I love you. And little did I know, my friend's friend knew her and uh, she invited us to go back to her car to light up in her in her beautiful Tesla. So you know I'm shitting myself in the backseat of, of Tiffany's car. I'm like, oh my God. What, I seen her blue Tesla. <laughs> is, this, is this real? And um and the best piece of advice she said, if you're ever trying to attract anybody, um, you just gotta put your hand, get a little bit of your juice, you put it behind your ear. And the men will come flock to you like you've never seen before. She said that was advice. Oh, that said. juice. Oh, that juice. Oh, that sounds very <laughs> Tiffany, too. You know what's so it funny about Tiff? I don't even think she likes for people to fan out. She wants you to be just your genuine self right. around her. Right. And I, we, I, I mean, after hitting it a couple of times, I was like, 
she is the coolest yeah. ever and just she knows my children right. you know my children like oh my god we love to and my kids have not even embraced what's going on as long as they can swipe the credit card they happy <laughs> You're like, look, I'm providing for you. Just be happy for that. They look. They, where you going? And so they know whenever I'm getting the drag, I'm going to work. Right. I'm going to work. Oh, okay, because I need these $300 sneakers or I need this $4,000 computer. I'm like, right. dude, seriously? <laughs> okay, swipe the card. Um, are your kids the best investment, or not really investment, but the best thing that's ever happened to you? They are the best thing that ever happened to me. And if, I, if my career stopped tomorrow... It's not even about my career or how much right. money I'm making. It's right. about who I'm raising. Right. And I'm hoping that I'm raising very independent, strong-minded, independent thinking, right. but very fair people. And they're going to be very productive in life because I am a bitch about the grades and about school. I don't, I'm don't. i not a parent that spanks. I will spank if you really push me to the limit. Right, right, right. right. But with the grades, I will take everything you got. I'll, you know that commercial, plug it in, plug it in. Anything that plugs in a wall, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it in my closet. You'll never get it back. So, what would you tell parents about self acceptance and just teaching them how to be an authentic person, all in all? Like, what is your best advice for that? They watch you, that they see everything you do. When right. we think kids are little, people say, "Oh, she a baby. She don't understand." Or he a baby. They see everything, and they remember way more than you want them to. Right. Way more. They're sponges. From just exactly. Just allow kids to be who they are. My daughter came to me two years ago and said that she thought she wanted to um, start dating a girl. Mm-hmm. Did I want her to do that? I did not. But did I make a hoopla about it? I did not. I said, oh, okay. Well, let me know how that works out for you. I'm, right. Whatever you want to do is, I just want you to be happy. Right. That was an afterthought. That lasted for one. That that statement. Because right. after that. She back back to the boy. But had I made a whole big shebang about it, I would have chased her to that. Not to say that there was anything wrong with that before y'all start. <laughs> There's right. nothing. But I want my children to be happy. Right. Do your thing, you know. But if we make big deals about little small situations, it grows into something else. What's the, what's the statement? If you don't feed it, it won't grow. Yeah. I didn't feed that. And she, child, yeah, white boy, little. white boy, Latin boy, <laughs> black boy. Now she's talking to an African boy. I'm a good, good God. This child covered the rainbow. She worse than Prince Harry. <laughs> well, I do want to talk about just just your quick thoughts on pop culture with uh, with Meghan Markle. She got that golden punani. It I ain't mean. even gold. Meghan Markle put the foo fops on that nigga. If y'all don't know nothing about that, that's from Chicago. I'm Chi Town. That's Chicago. She put the foo fops on that fool, babe. Let me tell you something. Prince Harry had been around the world and I, 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 like uh, like Lisa Stansfield say. He stopped in Compton for some chicken wings and a blunt. Megan Markle put that Linda Blair exorcist head on his ass, and that nigga got sprung. Flew back across the pond and said, look here, old bitch. You had a hand in killing my mama, but I'm marrying this nigga bitch right here. But I'm heading out. Baby, black women, stop shaving your pubic hair. <laughs> That's where your black magic in. That black pubic hair got traps. Nobody has pubic hair like a black woman. It's got traps. There's some booby traps up in there. Baby, but it's good out. traps. Because look what she did. She caught her a prince. She really did. He was He's so strong on Meghan Markle that he denounced his princehood to go be with this sister. He I'm telling you. No, to $10 million a year. That ain't even what it is. He said no to the queen. Which I don't think anyone had really ever done. That's why her son ain't never been the queen king. That's why Prince Prince Charles ain't never been because he's weak. Harry ain't weak. <laughs> Harry got his own. Harry is an independent thinker. Right. He is doing what makes him happy. Right. 
William is doing with the with the protocol. Harry watched them destroy Diana. I don't know if they had a hand in murdering her, right. but she was she looked so miserable and and she only looked happy in her last days when she was with somebody else and away from all of that monarchy. Right. Megan got in it. They tore her apart in the UK. They called her every impossible, ridiculous, ignorant name that you could think of. She was like, I don't want my son raised up in this. Mm-hmm. Smart for her. I believe that if Harry would have sat it with his with his grandmother, she would have took her son and broomed on his ass. I believe that. I do. Because Megan is a black girl. Right. You know, we don't black women don't think like black women are very strong, strong minded. All women are strong minded, but you have to find your strength. And who wants that kids raised up in that it's like a damn puppet you know you control by a string right. and she controlling Harry right now with them nappy hair strings baby Harry is caught up like oh, I should say caught up hey I like it <laughs> And you think it's, it's Megan or it's both of them doing probably it's probably Harry just putting his foot down finally standing up for Megan well I think that the old adage about between behind every good man is a, is a strong woman. I think Megan is a strong woman. But I think Harry is a strong man because Harry seems to be very free. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's, he's he goes to the AIDS hospitals to see the babies. He deals with Africans. He goes, he was in the military. Harry is just well, well, more well-rounded. Prince William, William is just, he does everything that grandma says. And grandma just ain't going nowhere. Grandma about 200. She said, I ain't leave. She ain't going to never die. <laughs> I think she's going to live to be about 115, 116. She's still doing fine for herself. She is. And she's still making decisions and making all the rules. So that's hats off to Meghan Markle. More women should follow. More one, one women should follow in her footsteps because right. Miss hey, Meghan Markle is running the game, baby. On she ran game on the UK. You should start writing a book or something. Some type of serious. The Brits, the Brits, the tabloids tore her apart. They call they her every right. jigaboo and oh my god, she didn't want. Who wants their children to hear that about them? You know, right. people when people go on my YouTube. They put horrible comments about me on there. I tell my children, don't look at that. Don't read any of that. I I will not allow them to read that. Right. Somebody put on YouTube recently that I hated my mother and I had been molesting my son for years. What if my son had seen that? How do you even prepare them for, for what you could? I, I sit down. I'm very, very honest with my children. I right. tell them what, what comes with Sodom is also ugly. Right. It's a lot of jealousy. It's a lot of hate and envy. You have to understand that this is part of the game. Right. Don't read it. I don't read the comments. Somebody screenshot and said, I don't read the good or the bad. I'll read the good if somebody inbox me. But I've had, here's the hypocrisy of my trans trans community. I've had Two death threats on my life, on three death two two death threats on my children, and three death threats on me from trans women. This is the hypocrisy that y'all mad because I won't speak y'all language. But this, but y'all talking about women, women are dying, women of color, trans women of color are dying. Right. But y'all sending me death threats because I don't say, oh, I'm trans and we are real women. I have met so many biological women in my life who do not want to be called cisgendered. Right. Because you came in. I came in, this white boy came in, this white woman came in, this Mexican boy came in. We all came in through the birth canal of a woman. Right. Biological woman. They don't want to hear that. The the trannies is only mad because I told them that we like to use our dicks. That's what they really mad about, truth be told. That's what that's the that's the truth be told. I don't care how pretty she is. If she got a penis, she wanna use it. (laughs) Sips water. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Sips water and what? Pops fan. <laughs> Come on, get it. Come and get it. Come and get Thank it. Thank you so much for doing this and for talking to me. And uh, we want to plug everything. You can watch yourself on YouTube. It is Flame on Row on YouTube, correct? 
Flame Monroe YouTube, uh, Flame underscore Monroe on Twitter. Uh, Monroe Flame, because you know my old back was queen. So it's Monroe Flame on Instagram. And Marcus Flame Monroe Parker, the whole government name. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> on Facebook. Because some woman was using my name in, in Texas, Flame Monroe. And I couldn't. I, she's, I think she still is. I can't get it. So they shut me down. I had to restart up as with my whole government name. You know what? It bothers me when people who have absolutely no profile never post, but they still using the name and they get the domain name and you can't have it. I can't have it. Alright, we'll talk to Mark. We'll she to Mark she she can have that name. She can't have me. <laughs> That's true. She can't do what I cause guess what she can't do. <laughs> guess what she can't do. Can't no bitch do what I Hey! Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you, DC, for uh selling me out. Y'all so y'all bought those tickets quick too. I promise not to disappoint y'all tomorrow. I, I would try to lose weight tomorrow, but she just told me where the soul food restaurant is at, so ooh. <laughs> Y'all might have to put me in a wheelbarrow to bring me on stage tomorrow and get me off. Shit. Tomorrow, DC Comedy Loft, and then you're headed to Vegas? I'm headed to Vegas with Tiffany. We're going to be at the MGM uh, Park Theater, and then okay. Sunday we will be in Temecula for a sold-out show at Pachangas. Come on, Tiffany Haddish. Come on. Booked and busy. Let me tell you what. I'll take it. You'll take it. I'm so proud of you for everything you've done. Thank I'm following you. in your footsteps, and I just love how authentic you are. You have continued to pave a, a path for yourself. Despite all odds, despite mm. all hate, and you've just given the world love. So thank you so much. Hello, world. Hello, love. <laughs> Maybe I'm part of the UK. Oh, could you imagine me going to the UK? I'm going to go to UK. Uh, they, my people always say, Flame, you going to have a clap back for the people who hate on you and hate on you? I do. I do have a clap back. I'm on tour with the hottest comedian in the game, Tiffany Haddish. That is my clap back. Check my dates. Thank you so much. Check my account. Because <laughs> the account is in the black. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs>